New polling uh, following the federal budget. Uh, do Canadians feel good about the budget? Do they feel bad about the budget? Do they even care about the budget? That might be the bigger question here. We're going to chat now with Daryl Bricker, who is the CEO of Ipsos, who did this polling. Daryl, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me on, Shay. Yeah, in taking a look at the results from this latest round of polling, the, the takeaway is kind of like Canadians are just, they're not into it right now, right? They're not really that political at this moment. No, they're not. And actually, you you nailed it. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's that, uh, you know, you put out a political document that's designed to drive a, a particular government to an election, and the public is in a mood that is just not political. So, you know, it, it just kind of goes past them. And so 700 pages falling in a forest that nobody heard. <laughs> exactly right. So you did the poll, and 62% of Canadians don't feel good. Don't feel bad about the budget. Really don't care. Didn't have a big impact on them. That seems inordinately high for a federal budget to have people sort of saying, yeah, whatever. Yeah, uh, well, no, we've, we've seen other budgets have similar types of impacts. So the economic statement last fall had even less impact. Uh, but one would figure that given that the government puts such an emphasis on this and you know that the the, the hype going into the uh, into the budget uh, process uh, and uh, with the media and all the back channels and the leaking and all the stuff that was going on one would figure that people were really focused on this and were it was really going to impact their opinion but 79% of people said it's going to have no impact on their lives yeah um did that break down along any party lines or anything or was it- Generally, all Canadians just sort of, this isn't something that's on their radar right now. Uh, For most Canadians, not on their radar. I mean, people who are conservative partisans were, you know, uh, more likely to say thumbs down. People who are liberal partisans were more likely to say thumbs up. But even among both groups, uh, just as likely, actually, among liberals, more likely to say it doesn't matter. Um, So, yeah, it just just did not resonate. Um. Is that because they said it didn't? They didn't think it would affect them. It wouldn't have an impact on their lives, or was it just they're not really interested in that right now? Did they get into that well, at all? I think from a, a direct question point of view, where we did ask people, you know, do you think it's going to have an impact on your lives? And seventy-nine percent of the people we interviewed said no. So there's evidence for that. But just from an analytical point, you you look around and you see things, for example, like vote support. Do you, you one would expect that a you know budget that was going to have a big impact that people really thought uh, caught the mood and gave them a lot of confidence, you'd see an increase in support for the governing party. And we actually saw a couple of point decrease. So, you know, you add it all up and it was, uh, I guess, a moment and the moment is gone. What about in terms of the way people feel about the different parties in the country? I mean, uh, budget aside or budget included, has that changed at all in recent weeks? No, and it hasn't for weeks. I, yeah. I, I call it, you know, it's blurs day, right? I mean, it's just one day blurs in, into the next. And since the start of the pandemic, the Liberals have been fairly comfortably in first. The Conservatives have not gone away, uh, but they've had a hard time getting over 30. And the NDP is, continues to be stuck below 20. And it's just been like these three lines bumping along, but not, not crossing. Interesting. So we're not seeing any movement at all. Of course, the Liberals are still in a position to win handily if an election were to be held tomorrow, right? Correct. And, and it all gets back to the point that you made at the start of this, when, in which you said people are not in a political mood. Yeah. And that's what, you're, that's what you're seeing in the, in the polling data. I mean, they're 
kind of sitting where they are right now, not engaged in any sort of you know, uh, campaign mindset, uh, mindset, not really anticipating uh, anything happens, and actually don't want to have an election. We asked a really some polling last week. The only people who seemed to want it were people who wanted to vote against the government. So you don't really see what the incentive is on on, uh, on their part to want to uh, engineer an election. So, uh, you know, funnier things can happen, stranger things mm-hmm. can happen. We could find ourselves in an election, but it's not like Canadians are champing at the bit. So if there's any sort of change, and I was looking through it, I mean, um, we're seeing the NDP make some gains. Not gains to the point where they're actually going to become a player in terms of winning government, but... Just the fact that they're making gains could be an issue for the Liberals, right? Because uh, now you've got the vote on the left that now has two choices that, you know, the NDP seems a little more viable. Right. And my my way of looking at that is we'll see in two more polls. So, if you know, if it, it continues to, I think they're at 19 right now, if they continue to bump up against that, which would be about a four-point increase over what they got the last time, which would be a good performance. If it continues along, then maybe we've got a trend, but it may just be one one poll. And it may be because they were the Liberals were out talking about issues that mm-hmm. the NDP seem, seem to have credibility on. So, I mean, th- there could be some things going on there, but that's the way that the vote split works among the parties at the riding level. If the NDP is up, it tends to benefit Conservatives. Um, people are asking, did they ask anyone in Alberta? This is the old story, Daryl. People in Alberta have a hard time believing that people in other parts of the country feel differently from them. Trudeau has very, very little, if any, support in this province, um, and they seem to think that that should translate. Just give us a breakdown on the polling, because we get this question every time we talk about polls. Yeah, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but it's probably a 30-point lead in Alberta for the Conservatives. So if you go um, if you go to uh, Saskatchewan and Alberta, they look the most alike when it comes uh, to what's going on in the west of Canada, and they really have uh, the Conservative Party well ahead. Conservatives tend to do a little less well in Manitoba and in, in British Columbia. Uh, they did better in the last election, but uh, right now they're, they find themselves in third place behind the, uh, behind the NDP. First place, the Liberals, and then the NDP in second. Interesting. Okay, so we're sort of, uh, like you say, Blur's Day. It's Groundhog Day. We're just stuck Blur's in a holding yeah, pattern. <laughs> and, that's, and that's the thing to you know, remind people of. I think the, the, the interesting thing is, you know, you have a big event. What's the impact? Nothing. It tells you that people really aren't paying that much attention. And then you go back and you look at the last several polls back to the start of the pandemic, and you see you have these three lines running in the same narrow band going across the chart, not really moving consistently. And, and you know that's where we are. People aren't in the political mood. Okay, Daryl. Interesting as always. Thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Shay. You bet. That is Daryl Bricker, the CEO of Ipsos, who conducted that polling and really nothing changing. 